It's 2022 and we're back with Tom from Consumer Protection. We hope everyone had a great Christmas and most importantly we hope that all of those presents were intact and not broken and that everybody liked the presents they received. And arrived on time And arrived well. on time, yes, yeah, so many things to think about. But if any of that didn't happen, we're going to have a chat with Tom about what we can do. So we're talking about unwanted or faulty Christmas gifts. Did you get any presents that you'll be taking back? Well, I did actually get given a, a present, which um, was not quite what I wanted. Unfortunately, it was a it was a belt, very nice leather belt, but Santa got the size slightly wrong. <laughs> it's a bit of an aspirational belt. Um, didn't maybe fit me before Christmas, but after a bit with a Christmas hammer, it doesn't fit me anymore. So the real gift for me was that the receipt was in the little gift box there, so I can could take it back for an exchange. I hadn't worn it or anything, just tried it on. I was like, oh, I'm on the last notch here. That one's uh, back for an exchange. Okay, so that's kind of an ideal situation where you've got the receipt and also you've got a reason for returning it. You're exchanging it for one that actually fits. So what about if we change our mind? So we've received a gift and we actually don't really like it and we want to send it back. Can we return that? Do, do retailers have to give you a refund just because you've changed your mind or you don't like a gift? Uh, so they, they don't actually, they don't have to give you a refund. They don't even actually have to give you an exchange or, or return on it unless they've already promised that. So, And that's a, a promise that some retailers, quite a few actually do make, uh, less so online, but the physical stores will say, you know, especially with goods that, you know, like a belt, um, clothing is common where it might not fit. And they say, look, if it doesn't fit or if it's not the right size, blah, 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 bring it back. They can put those conditions on there, as I said, like unused, brand new condition. They can ask for the original packaging for a change of mind. So they don't necessarily have to give you a refund or replacement, but if they promise they would, and it's often on the receipt there, so have a look, then they do need to keep up you know, their promise on it. Great. So when it comes to something online, if a retailer has said, yep, we'll take a return for a change of mind, and it's online, who's responsible for shipping in that case? That one usually falls to the consumer there. If you've changed your mind, uh, if, there's, if there's no defect with the product, and like with mine, uh, my belt was a, is a change of mind because it's <laughs> there's no defect with the belt. It, it does what it's meant to do, just not for me. So the defect is with me there, I think. Mm. If it's online, you're usually going to have to pay that shipping back or, or freight it back yourself for a change of mind. But some stores might be more generous and they might send a, a return postage label out to you or give you one to print out that you can whack on the original box as part of their customer service. It's always worth checking if they've made that promise, they have to keep it. So one of the other tricky things is that receipt. You had the receipt for your belt, which is really handy, but not many gift givers are going to send the receipt. We don't always want people to know how much we've spent on their present. Um, and sometimes if we want to return something because we don't really like it, we're not really keen to go to the person who gave it to us and say, hey, can you give me the receipt? So what happens then? I've actually seen some quite nifty ways that a lot of online retailers are working with this and flowers and, and stuff are a good one because you can actually send them the proof of summary, uh, oh. proof of transaction without the cost and things on there. So a lot of retailers can do that. It, you do need to obviously ask the gift giver because they're the one that will have it, that can, they know which store it was bought at and whatnot. 
that can send it to you, but that's something to keep in mind. They can give a, um, and I, I'm sure people have looked at this if they're shopping online, you can buy something off one of the big online retailers and you can check the box there that says this is a gift so they don't stuff the receipt in there. That applies at Christmas time too. Um, obviously you need to go back to the gift giver and say, hey, can you give me that <laughs> receipt please? And they can do it. You know, They could even send you a screenshot or copy of the order confirmation email and they could just block out the price or just you know scrub over it or put a laugh face on there or something like that. So you don't need to know the price on mm. there. It's not imperative. What you do need is proof of when those goods were bought and where those goods were bought. And that's it. You don't need to necessarily know the price. And if you really don't want to ask the person who gave you this thing that you just can't stand, is there any way of, get, of doing it without proof of purchase? Uh, you can always ask, but it's, mm. it's pretty hard. I mean, you can sometimes take a good guess where they might have been purchased and you could go to the store and say, hey, this was bought for me here. Um, if they accept it or if they're willing to look up in their records, but some stores may be willing to, uh, some stores may not be. Online you can do it, and I know with some electronics as well, through the serial number. So you can actually lodge the, the customer care issue, as it might be, or the inquiry, just using the serial number or a barcode that's on the actual product that you received. So that's good enough. Um, so for a proof of purchase, they can look at the serial number and see where it was bought. And that also helps when you fill in the online warranties and things like that, that a lot of manufacturers are encouraging people to register for these days. Yeah, and I guess the very last recourse, if you can't return it for some reason, then you can always re-gift it to someone who might like it a little bit more than you do. That's it. That's a, this year's Christmas presents could be next year's presents for yeah. someone else. Tom, next question. What about a gift that we've received that just falls apart or stops working because it's faulty? So again, you will need some proof of purchase to establish where it was, where it was bought from, but that's where uh, the shipping and things should fall to the person that sold or the trader that sold it to you. They're responsible for that if there's a fault or if it seems to be there's a defect or some sort of failure like that. So you've got your, your either a warranty or if no warranty, you know, I've never seen a warranty on a t-shirt, for example, uh, you've still got consumer law rights there that say it must be fit for purpose, acceptable quality, lasts a reasonable amount of time. So that could be in several months. It could be in a couple of years, depending on how expensive the gift was. Um, it still has to last a reasonable amount of time. Otherwise, you could go back to the trader and say, hey, there's an issue here. We'd, we'd like you know, some help sorting it out, please. So the retailer has to help sort out issues with the defective product that was purchased at their store? Absolutely, they do. The, they can't just ship you off and say, no, no, go and talk to the manufacturer or go and talk to the place where I bought it from. It's not how it works. The old saying, follow the money there. Where it was purchased from is where the first place you should go. And if it's an obvious or seeming to be pretty clearly that it's not your fault, that the goods are not working or defective, then they should take responsibility for arranging the shipping. They may want to send it off to the manufacturer or the, where they got it from for assessment because they might, may not be skilled in, in diagnosing problems with the television, but they can send it to where they bought it from and get it assessed there. Uh, they need to do that within a reasonable period of time and, and not just string people along or, or say, nah, sorry, nothing we can do. There's absolutely something the retailer can do. Yep. Okay, so hopefully we've got everything covered there when it comes to Christmas gifts and returns. But if other people have other questions, what's the best way for them to get in contact with Consumer Protection? 
People can jump on our website, Consumer Protection WA, for lots of information that we've got out there or get in touch with us through social media at Consumer Protection Western Australia for more information or advice.